Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is going to be a very serious, very instructional video blog on how to approach pickup chicks in bars and nightlife settings. And as you can see, I got a little guy here. I got a little Angry Bird guy. And so we're going to be using some of these little toys to illustrate the uh, pragmatics of uh, approaching in a nightlife setting. In the future, we'll discuss, you know, day game. But right now we're gonna do a deep dive on how to make the magic happen in the, uh, in the nightlife. So I need to give credit for the inspiration of this video. It comes from the, uh, the ex-pickup artist, Roosh V, who is, I believe, at the moment, no longer a pickup artist, and he is uh, presettilizing the good news, the orthodox faith, to the squirrels and chipmunks of the, uh, that reside in the mountains of the United States. He created a video illustrating uh, this in the past, but then that was uh, deleted from YouTube. Unfortunately, this sort of very edgy content, it is just not advertiser friendly on YouTube anymore. So you're gonna wanna watch this video all the way to the end because I know a lot of you are thinking, oh, nightlife. Nightlife is a, a grueling environment for the picking up of the chicks. And I'm gonna share with you my, my favorite venue for doing uh, night game back when I did do night game because I don't really do it anymore because uh, I got married so I no longer need to do the night game I no longer need to draw a state from within and approach endlessly because I'm married to a beautiful woman and and I might add I actually met her in a nightclub that's right Who'd figure, right? Everyone out there is saying, oh, nightclub, they're just for sluts. You can never need a mutt, meet a nice girl in a nightclub. Au contraire. Mrs. Roseland, I met her in a nightclub. So, so maybe you should, you know, maybe you should think a bit more about night game. Okay, so as you can see, we have a cast of characters that I'm going to introduce. And so this is going to be you, the angry bird. This is the pickup artist. Of course, a uh, red-pilled male, hence his uh, red color of his uh, plumage. He's called red in the movie. Right, yeah, yeah, he's red in the movie. So it all makes a whole lot of sense. Okay, so we can see here, so red the bird, enters a bar or a nightclub. We'll assume that it's like one of those uh, bar fusion nightclub type environments. And he finds that there's a, uh, there's a group of girls in the club already, which is, this is a situation that you'll encounter frequently. A uh, group of girls, ideally we would all prefer, you know, if we only had to deal with like a one set or a two set, which is when you just have a, uh, a single girl or two girls, those are easier to deal with. But a lot of times you're going to have a, a bit of a group dynamic 
going on. And so typically you're going to see a group and there's going to be uh, typically a high energy girl that's in the group. She's going to be, you know, the one that's like dancing and uh, she looks like she's a little bit more drunk than everyone else, or she just looks a little bit friendly or she's smiling or whatever. And so that's going to be the one that you typically want to approach. That's a, uh, that's a good thing because that's going to be the one that's going to be more receptive to your approach. And you usually want your energy level to match her energy level. So if you're at like a real chilled kind of dive bar or if you're at like a loungy type environment, there's, you know, a little bit of soft house music going on in the background, you know, you're just going to saunter up. We're going to say that this is our high energy, highest energy of the set here. And so, or she appears to be the leader of the set. Maybe she's, uh, maybe she's, you know, dressed most, uh, most conspicuously. She kind of stands up. So if it's a low energy type of environment, you'll just come over and then you'd often want to do something like uh, give her a cheers, you know, just go over and cheers. Cheersing is a pretty good way to, you know, to get a conversation started. That's a, a classic introduction. So that's what you would do with kind of a, a low energy girl is you just say, you just come over and say, cheers, tink, tink. And then you typically, you could just say something like, hey, I'm Jonathan. I thought I'd come over and say hi. Um, although what often works best is to make some sort of observational, uh, observational uh, opener. So that would be something like, hey, you all look like you're about to rob a bank. Which one of you is going to be seducing the security guard there? Or something like that. So that would be like at a low energy set. And so on a higher energy set, you'd see the girls over here and they're, they're, uh, they're all dancing. They're all having a lot of fun. They're, you know, maybe they're singing along to the music. I lost my phone, phone. I lost my phone, phone. And so in that case, what, this is what I found is I have uh, about 10 years of experience with the, with the club game, with the dance floor game. That's really my, my expertise. I don't want to brag about it too much, but it's something I'm a very adroit with. So what you're going to want to do over in that situation, you're wondering about how to open, how to do a dance floor open with a high energy girl, which is a situation you're going to be in. And so what you want to do is you want to come over and then you want to kind of dance close by her. You don't want to start by uh, assailing her booty right away. Um, you don't want to, often you don't want to start by grabbing her hands right away. Is you'll come over and you just do a little boop. You just, what you're going to do is you're going to bump her with your hip. You're going to dance beside her and then you're going to do a lateral, a lateral hip thrust. So this is a, uh, this is not exactly a sexual hip thrust. This is going to be a lateral to the side, little boop, just on the hip. <laughs> and she's going to look over because it's pretty silly. And then you're going to want to uh, look at her with uh, a very serious look for just a moment and say, did you touch my, did you just grab my butt? 
and often she's going to get the clue that you're just uh, that you're just kind of joking about that. And then you can kind of then you can kind of dance around a little bit more, dance around a little bit more. And then this is my favorite thing to do when there's a when there's a group of girls. Often, often it can actually be easier to dance with a, a group of girls or with two girls than it can be to get one. And so, typically, what you'll start doing is you'll see yeah you'll see a group of girls and they're kind of dancing around. And so you'll want to get really close by. You'll want to get kind of nearby them into their into their area, and then you're actually going to want to look up how to do the A-Town Stomp. And this is a dance move that is best exhibited by the, uh, by, by the, uh, by, by, you know, an African-American par excellence usher in his uh, video, Yeah. Do you remember that song? She was all up on me screaming, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're gonna wanna go and watch YouTube videos about how to do the A-Town Stomp, about how to do some of this kind of like energetic, aggressive hip hop style dancing. And then what and then what I like to do in that sort of situation is I'll come up to two girls that are dancing, and instead of just putting my hand out to dance with one of them, I'll put my hands out to dance with both of them at the same time. And often, if you go for dancing with both of them at the same time, they kind of look at each other and they say, wow, this guy kind of seems like a lot of fun. And so then you're going to grab uh, both, of their, both of their hands, and then what you'll do is you'll drape both of their hands over your shoulders. And then you can kind of get into a, uh, a bump and grinding type of thing going on right there. And it'll be quite a lot of fun. And so, of course, I know what you're all saying is you're saying, okay, Jonathan, um, all right, this dance floor game, it sounds, sounds fun, but how is this moving me towards the bedroom? How is this moving the interaction forward? And so, yeah, you're going to need to get off the dance floor for things to uh, escalate in the direction that you want them to escalate. And so typically, you want to move one of the girls. So if you're dancing with a group of girls, if you're chit-chatting with a group of girls, especially if you're dancing, uh, the song is going to change over. And then she, and then you can say something like, hey, let's get a little bit of fresh air. Or uh, a lot of times you'll have to do kind of micro steps in the, in the, uh, in the seduction. So if she's with her, if she's with her friends, um, she might not want to leave her friends, but you'll have one girl that shows you a little bit more interest. Oh, hey, what's, what's your name? My name's John. I'm the red build. And so she'll, she shows a little bit more interest, interest. And so then you'll want to do a micro, a micro pull. So you're going to want to move her and you'll make a, you'll make a little excuse. You can say something like, uh, yeah, I can't quite hear you. It's too loud here. Make, make a small arbitrary excuse to make a small move. And then she'll be, then she'll be like, okay. So then you'd be like, okay, come with me over here. And then you move her over 
Let's, let's turn them around so you can see them. And so then you'll move her just slightly. There's a, a micro isolation that's, a, that's occurring here. That's going to get you a little bit, a little bit, a little bit closer to your, to your goals. Um, cause she, what you want to do is do a little bit of, uh, do a little bit of Kino escalation, right? We want to, we're doing night game. We're doing club game because Kino escalation becomes plausible as the, uh, as the hours wear on and as the beverages are imbibed, we can get, we can get a bit more, uh, Handsy, can't we? Can't we, gentlemen? But she's not going to do that in front of her friends. So you want to move her a little bit. So maybe you can move her. This is the bar here. The little bottle of alcohol signifies the bar. So we can maybe move her. Wait, we have a cog blocker, John. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna address that. We're gonna address that in the future. Okay. Um, so we're gonna move her a little bit closer to the bar. So now her friends can't really see. What's going on? She's not going to have so much, uh, she's not going to have uh, nervousness about her friends. She's not going to be worrying so much about what her friends are thinking of her. So you can maybe do a little bit more escalation. You can maybe try to kiss her or you can just have a bit, a bit better of a conversation. And then a lot of times it's a good idea to go outside at this point because, you know, the insides of bars are often real stuffy, uh, the music is too loud, the lighting is bad, so you can't actually see if she's hot. So in these situations, you wanna often say, you wanna often say, ah, oh, it's too stuffy in here. Let's get a little bit of, let's get a little bit of, oh, let's get a little bit of uh, fresh air. And so then you can often lead her outside. And so that's where, a lot of times she's going to want to smoke. And so you see, we have the uh, cigarettes here. If you're doing night game, uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the people, actually let's put the cigarettes over here. A lot of the women that you're going to be meeting are going to be uh, smokers, especially after they're drinking. And I really hate cigarettes. It's uh, one of the things I dislike the most in the world. But a lot of times it's going to be a thing that's just kind of a part of the nightlife. So you might have to put up with it. You might have to join her outside for a cigarette or you can even, uh, I would typically what I would do is girls would ask me if I smoke and then I would just kind of, I would just kind of say something like, well, I, let's see what's outside. Or I just kind of lead her outside. And then when we went outside, then I would usually, uh, I usually wouldn't smoke, but sometimes, sometimes she would. And then a lot of times the girls won't smoke. So it's kind of not an issue. And then, you know, once you're outside, now you're, you know, making quite a bit of, of progress when you're outside. So you can kiss her. You could even kind of move to, uh, move to a pole possibly at this point. So the goal is a one night stand. Yes, we're talking about night game. So I think the goal is probably a one night stand. That's not my goal in life, but that's what, that's what this video is about, you know? And that's, that's not what their goal should be, John. Right, right, right. That's not what your goal should be, but we're just talking about. Okay, so let's now talk about, okay, let's talk about the best way, so sometimes, so a lot of times you're going to have, um, 
you're going to be wondering how, let's get rid of the group. And if we just have a, if we just have a single girl, you're going to wonder what's the best way to approach. Because a lot of the uh, pickup artist material that you'll see out there is going to say, well, you should, you know, just approach her from the front. Walk up nice and boldly to her from the front. And this, in a lot of situations, is not going to be possible. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. You know, she's, the bar is going to be busy with a lot of people. She's going to be facing away from you. Ideally, you don't want to approach her from behind unless you're like in a, in a reggaeton bar in uh, Colombia or something like that. Um, often what, what I prefer to do is you do want to let her see you as you're approaching. Uh, if she doesn't see you as you're approaching, she's going to be startled when you approach her. So my preference is to, uh, I figured this out through thousands of rejections, thousands of cold approaches. I figured out that the solution to the key to approaching when you need to attract her attention a bit is you come up and you tap her elbow. That's right. Um, because girls are not, if you're in a loud club, often if you just walk up to a girl and say, hello, uh, my fine lady of the evening, she's not going to hear you. She's going to ignore you. It's not quite a assertive enough of an approach. But you also don't want to come up and uh, touch her lower back, uh, touching her shoulder, uh, touching her head. These are not the kinds of things you want to do. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't grab her ass unless she's, she's really drunk. Uh, even then, she probably won't like it. So uh, what you're going to want to do is come up and you're going to want to tap the outside of her elbow twice. And it's a really non-intrusive way of getting someone's attention that's not too... Uh, I think it's something that you can probably do with strangers. And then you can start a little uh, conversation uh, with her about uh, whatever you want. And then you can, you know, try to move the conversation forward. You can go to do a bit of dancing. And so some people might be asking, should you buy her a drink? What if she's there at the bar? Should you offer to buy her a drink? Because you'll see this in movies. There's a charming gentleman in a bar and the starlet, and he walks up and offers to buy her a drink. And I don't like this. Uh, offering to buy a drink right from the outset uh, kind of puts you in the provider. It's it's provider game. And you don't even know her. And, and girls are going to be wary of drinks given to them by strange men in bars. So as a rule, a, a drink should be a reward. I'm also, I'm not totally opposed to buying drinks, you know, in a first encounter, but you're going to want to buy her a drink if you're getting real good feedback, if the if she's interested in what you're saying, if you're carrying on a conversation like normal, if she's kind of fun, if she's showing a bit of interest in you, that's the kind of situation where you can offer to buy a drink, depending on, I don't know, how much money you have. Maybe you don't have enough money to be buying random girls drink, drinks in bars. Then you shouldn't. And also, you know, uh, don't order her whatever she, don't say, well, I'll just, what are you, what are you drinking? 
What, what, what would you like to drink? You know, instead you want to suggest something to drink. You want to say something like, oh, the bartender here makes a really excellent sex on the beach cocktail. You want to uh, suggest, suggest a drink. So you're being a little bit more assertive about things. And so one of the, okay, so as we're gonna see here, it's an ideal situation if you're doing a one-on-one -on -one approach. But often you're going to run into a two set, which is where you have two girls that are out socializing. And so let's say, so you're gonna be with your wingman. And this guy right here, this is your wingman. And so a lot of, a lot of times wingmen will make the, I think it can often be a mistake that they will approach a group of two girls together. Um, and this can be problematic because two, uh, two strange men approaching two girls, the girls will, that's a little bit too high pressure for them a lot of times. And so what I find works best is you're there with your wingman and you see a two set and women are also going to regard you as a little bit more bold if you as a single guy approach a two set on your own. And so when you approach the two set, you're going to be getting kind of some cues from the girls. Like a lot of times they'll give you just kind of a fuck off response right away. Uh, they'll show a lot of disinterest right away. Um, and so, and then sometimes you'll walk over and they'll say, oh, our boyfriends are here or something like that. And so your wingman is over here and he doesn't know if he should be approaching. A lot of times if the girls seem friendly enough, if one of them is uh, somewhat interested in you, then it's a good idea to have your wingman approach you also. And so in Spain, I figured out a good little uh, a good little sign for this. And this is what you do, is you walk over to the girls and if you want your wingman to come in and uh, join you then, you, then you cross your legs twice. So you can imagine you walk up to the girls and then you keep your, your legs, you know, firmly planted on the ground as you do. But if, if you, you're getting good signs of a little bit of interest and you think these girls might be social, then you're going to cross, just casually, you're going to cross one of your legs and your wingman's gonna be watching for that and then he's gonna approach. And then you can, and then you can uh, engage the girls in two uh, separate conversations. And ideally you want to, it's gonna start out as a four-way conversation, but ideally you want to kind of see where the attraction is and you should be able to pick up on this by the amount of uh, attentiveness, by the eye contact that's being made, by the number of questions they're asking. And then you can, at that point, uh, try to kind of isolate one, say, hey, do you wanna get some, say, hey, can I, can I steal her for just a second? I promise to, I promise to bring her back. And she'll be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And so then you'll take her over, over here. And so, and so that's fine. Now you have a little bit of isolation that's going on. Okay, and so, uh, however, another problem that a lot of guys run into is that they're finding that it's hard to get, it's real hard to get a solo girl. Um, okay, yeah, that'll work. It, they're finding that it's difficult to get 
a solo girl. There'll be a group of, the, the club will be full of groups of people and the groups will be kind of cold. They'll kind of be unreceptive to your approach that can be disappointing. And this is where the bathroom becomes very, very useful to the savvy seducer. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna hang out here kind of by, you're gonna hang out here kind of by, let's say, let's say this is where the, this is where the girls are and this is where you're going to be. And so inevitably girls, they have those tiny little bladders and a general lack of self-control. So they're gonna be needing to go to the bathroom frequently. So there's gonna be a girl that walks over to the bathroom and we've all heard of the guy that hangs out there to pick up girls by the bathroom. And I have to admit, I have been that guy. <laughs> However, you don't want to pick up girls as they're walking into the bathroom because then you're risking a situation where they may urinate uh, nearby you because they really got to go and because they're going to be uh, in a state of urgency. So you want to, so she's going to go over here, go over to the bathroom. She'll go and sit down in the bathroom. Uh, look on Instagram a little bit, maybe take a selfie of herself. I have seen girls taking selfies in bathrooms. So then she does her business uh, there in the bathroom. And then as she walks out, then you'll want to do, like I said, the elbow move. You don't want to be directly in front of the bathroom. That just seems a little bit weird. It's kind of a smelly place, but there's usually a corridor nearby the bathroom. So you want to hang out. So you'll maybe be hanging out by kind of the entrance there. And then you'll just kind of tap girls' arms as they are, uh, as they are, as they're walking in there. So that's the, that's how we're going to be running bathroom game. And then let's also talk about if there's a source of excitement going on. So let's say we're gonna use my uh, Ferrari here, and but it could really be any source of excitement. It could be uh, there's a, a big song that comes on, there's a bunch of pe people are dancing really crazy, you have the source of excitement. And then all the girls are gonna be like, oh my gosh, excitement, 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 excitement. <laughs> they're gonna be happy about whatever is going on. And so what you want to do is use their, oh, that's not one of the girls, that's the red-pilled P-way. And so what you wanna do <laughs> is use the source of excitement to your advantage, because when girls are a bit more excited, they're gonna be higher energy level, they're probably gonna be more receptive to you making your move. So when you, so when there's a source of excitement, when there's high energy, you want to try to use that to your advantage and, and swoop in on that situation. And as this video is drawing to a close, like I said, I want to share with you my favorite place in my uh, history as a seducer traveling around the world, my favorite place to do night game. And that would be salsa clubs. And this is a, uh, this is an ideal environment for meeting girls that a lot of pickup artists totally ignore. They prefer to do night game at bars and clubs. And I like salsa clubs because they are, they are just set up as a bit more of an inclusive environment. 
at a lot of bars and clubs, girls do may not expect to be approached at these places. They go there and they're like, well, I'm here with my friends. You're going to hear that uh, as you're going out to bars and nightclubs. A lot of girls saying, oh, I'm just, I'm just here with my friends. I'm going to rejoin my friends. There's going to be often a level of uh, resistance against making, uh, against making a, new, a new acquaintance. What about the cock blocking, John? Okay, I think we're gonna have to cover cock blocking in another, in another video because this one's getting a little bit long. So uh, I like salsa club. That, that was the main idea of Rush's video. Okay, we'll have to cover it in another one. So uh, you'll enter a salsa club, and this is what you'll see often in the salsa club is you'll see some people dancing. So let's say here's a here's. Uh, one of the girls, and then there's another guy that's dancing with a girl. And then you'll often see there's going to be girls sitting down in the salsa club, uh, just sitting there. And the great thing about salsa clubs is they are waiting for someone to, uh, to dance with. And then what's also going to happen, often that won't be the situation. You may walk into a salsa club and see that everyone is already dancing. Everyone already has a partner that they're dancing with. And so in that situation, you just wait until the song changes and then people are going to stop dancing and girls are going to go sit back down. So there's a natural rotation that is happening and you're going to get the opportunity to interact with uh, often every single girl in the club as this rotation happens. And so in my experience, uh, salsa clubs are where you want to approach really boldly and you'll see you don't need to be quite so concerned about ingratiating yourself with a group when you're in a salsa club. You're just going to walk up to a girl, just pick, pick a random pretty girl, uh, typically sitting, sitting in a chair, and then you just come out and you walk up to her and you smile and then you can go and put your hand out. And often she'll just take your hand and then, she, and then the two of you can go and dance. Um, sometimes she will not though. Sometimes she'll just be sitting there and she'll say, she'll say something like, oh, I, I don't want to dance. Or she'll give you, she'll give you a little bit of a negative response right away. Initially, she'll kind of, uh, she won't be rude, but she'll just, she'll just kind of say, oh, no, 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 I'm not so interested in dancing. And so in that situation, you want to practice just a little bit of persistence. So you want to kind of gesture to her a little bit like, come on, come on, come on, you're here to dance, come on, come on. And then she'll be like, oh, okay, okay, well, you know, since you, since you asked me again, and then you two will go and uh, do your salsa together, which you should take uh, about two hours of private salsa dancing classes so that you're not a total wreck on the dance floor. Sometimes she won't want to dance. And so in that situation, you can just say, uh, you can just start a conversation uh, with her, especially if there's not other girls there. Um, you've already approached her and she indicated she didn't want to dance. So you just want to uh, continue chatting with her a little bit. And sometimes she'll just give you the cold shoulder. But oftentimes, after a few minutes of conversation, she'll be up to uh, dance. And then, like I said, there is a rotation that goes on in the salsa club. And so often you'll dance with a girl once, maybe you'll even have a fun time dancing with her, but then the song will change and she'll say, oh, okay, thanks for the dance. And then she leaves. And so 
what, so as a uh, seducer, you want to prolong the interaction, right? And so you'll say, so when you finish, when the song finishes, you'll say, hey, come over here for just a minute. Come over here, come over here for just, for just a minute, for just a minute. Come on over here, I had something I wanted to ask you about, or whatever. And so you'll move her over to the side of the dance floor. Don't uh, propose a big move. Don't say, oh, we're gonna move to Wyoming together. You just wanna propose a small move over to the side of the dance floor. And a lot of times she'll be receptive to that. And then uh, at that point, I would go for digits because she's already indicated uh, a modicum of receptivity to your approach by accepting to dance with you. So you can go for digits at that point. And as a final note, as a final note, I will just say you want to follow the four times, the four times rule, okay? Which means that you can approach any one girl up to four times. A lot of times she'll blow off your initial approach, but as the night wears on, she'll be a little bit more interested in talking to you. And sometimes the persistence will show her that you're actually kind of interested. And so then at that point, uh, magic magic can, can happen. So do follow the four times rule. The book is entitled, Don't Stick Your Dick in a Blender, How to Meet a Nice Girl Instead, from a tantric husband with a better sex life than you. And that would be me, of course. And so in this book, I break down what are the four red flags of a blender, of a woman that you do not want to sleep with, that you do not want in your life. And you'll actually be able to screen for these, usually in that first interaction that you have with a girl. So it's uh, in this book, and it is a, it's a lengthy, exhaustive book. I tried to cover this topic really in depth. We talk about day game, we talk about night game in there, we talk about online game, we talk about uh, traveling to another country to try to find a wife. We get really in depth and granular and look at a lot of research on all of these sorts of things. And it's also kind of a, a memoir. So I talk about a bunch of the different instructive experiences that I've had. Yes, there's some blenders. Jonathan Roseland, expert on blenders. So I will sit, I'll link to that book below and I'll suggest that you go and pick it up at my website, limitlessmindset.com. And there on my website, it is $8.99, a dollar cheaper than it is on Amazon. And also I include the audio book there on my website if you get it direct from me. You may be listening to this video and say, wow, this guy has an amazing voice. I would just love to listen to him for 18 hours. And you can do that if you pick up the audiobook. So I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. Let me know if you liked this video with these little toys here showing you how to uh, increase your chances of success in the nightlife. Maybe I'll make more of them. I look forward to a continued conversation with you.